How you doing, everyone? Eight o'clock, Sunday night. Oh, yes. It's time for the return of Broadcast Live, wherever the bloody hell you are. I'm Billy Kirkwood. Relax. I've never heard of me either, but what the bloody hell is Broadcast? If you're tuning in wherever you are, well, let me tell you, it's a lifestyle podcast. It's an attitudes podcast. What we get to do is, is we get to talk to wonderful, amazing individuals from all around the world. We've talked to pro wrestlers. We've talked to actors. We've talked to comedians. We've talked to MMA fighters and so much more. We get to do that we get up a chat with you guys wherever you are in the comments and the whole thing is is brought to you completely free right now on youtube on facebook on twitter and you can also check out all the old episodes right now over at uh, spotify or itunes whatever you get your podcast from it's totally fucking free What's not to like about it? So whatever you are, say hi to the comments. I'll tell you we've got as our guest tonight, we've got Peter Murphy, the Pirate King. Now, if you've seen the previous episodes, we've got to talk to him live from his kitchen, from his den. So if you've got any like currently, 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 culinary, why not? Let's go for that. Culinary questions at all. Uh, put them in the comments. Hey, we'd love to, uh, we'd love to pose some of the questions. Even some of the TikTok hacks and stuff, I would love to hear the Pirate King's opinion of that. We're going to chat to him just ahead of his hit series, Pirate King Kitchen, returning for season three. He's just in prep for that, so we're going to get a chance to chat to him. Now's a perfect time to talk about ideas, see what he's been up to during the close season as well, and just have ourselves a wee catch-up. Don't forget, before we kick things off, head over right now to Broadbeard Oils. You can get yourself some amazing stuff. We're coming up on an anniversary in October, so make sure to head over right now, subscribe to the newsletter, subscribe to the channel, whatever it is, and make sure to check out all the amazing content because we've got some brilliant stuff coming. And here's the very, very cool thing. Why not get yourself some some stuff for your pals on the run up to Christmas. We've got beard oils, got combs, got t-shirts, got neck gaiters, all types of good stuff. And remember, before we get in about broadcast, this is your show. So whatever you're watching, hit me up in the comments, say hello. We'd love to hear from you. We are live each and every Sunday night. Well, apart from a pre-recording, but don't let that worry you. This is totally live tonight. I don't know how to prove it, but it's totally live tonight. Sad news for only fools and horses fans. Does that help prove it? Right, okay. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, just say hello to a couple of people. Good evening, David Scott. I hope you're well. Uh, good evening, James O'Hara. Uh, Luke Stott as well. Good evening, Luke. I'm very well. I hope you are as well, mate. And of course, uh, to uh, Colm as well. Good evening. How's it hanging? Kind of squinty and always to the left, but never let that bother you. Right, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, would you please welcome back the Pirate King. There he is, the Pirate King. Pirate King. King of Pirate Captain on deck. I'm never exactly sure. Well, well, uh, welcome how, aboard and all that. Oh, how the devil are you, mate? I'm very well, yes. COVID's over. We don't need to worry about it anymore. It's all going away. So, yeah. So, let's just be getting on <laughs> the... it? Oh, is this just <laughs> in? Is this news yeah, just Boris, in? Boris, Boris says it's all done. So, yeah. Fuck it, it. We're all done. All we're right, all done. Cool, man. Well, yeah, we yeah. can all go around to lick each other's doorknobs Yeah, again. we can that be, yeah, can be licking doorknobs. We can be sniffing complete strangers and as the... Whatever it is you do, you, you, you can do it now. You've, you've had a jag. You, you know, they'll, they'll put the 5G chip in you. So, uh, yeah, let's go on with it. I have to say, for the record, right, if any if any of these conspiracy theorists are watching, uh, my my network signal has been shite for quite some time, so I'm afraid to say the 5G, the 6G, the 7G, whatever it is, the Skynet, whatever they're putting up or poopers, just to, uh, in order to get us through the vaccine, it's not working. It's not yeah. working. If, if, if you get your vaccine up your pooper, you went to an unauthorized clinic, mate. You you might maybe have get that looked at. 
Well, anything to get us through those last couple of months. Uh, mate, how the devil are you? It, feel, it feels weird because we last time we got to see each other was when we were filming uh, the, the special you did with me and John at, yes. Pirate King, at the kitchen, which is behind you, which a couple of people have said is not a green screen. That is... No, no I'm actually here. Is the actual kitchen. <laughs> you can see the smoker. You can see... Uh, is that a pizza oven a spy? Is that a new one? Is that a new one? No, I... I um... I had two smokers because you do. Um, no, I had, I had a, a Bradley smoker from back in the day when when I was just a, a pirate baby, um, and I can upgraded during lockdown um, yeah. because I am the world's worst impulse buyer, and I bought the Traeger um, smoker. So, kind of had two smokers. A friend of mine has been looking for a smoker, so we came to a deal. So now I have something which I didn't have, which is a fridge. So um, no more, no, no more of that salmonella carry on. Um, no, I've, I've been needing a fridge in here for a while. Um, and although it's all laid out in the way I like it, there wasn't any room to put a fridge that I could get during the shows and stuff like that. Yeah, I could put one that side you've seen the other side. Right. Um, but without kind of pushing past the guests all the time, there was no physical room in here for a fridge. Yeah. So I thought, right, I, for the new season coming... You know, people, people, you know, people on YouTube love to support you and all your, all your ventures and everything you're doing. Well, I, I've, I've never found any negative comments <laughs> yeah, yeah, in anything I've ever done on YouTube that. ever. So, um, so yeah, so we, we go on a lot about washing hands and we go on a lot about refrigerators. So the fact is, I have a sink. You've been in the kitchen; it's just yes. not on camera. Uh -huh. You know, if if you want to go and watch like. A four hundred pound man washes hands. I'm sure they're very specialist channels for that kind of thing to happen. But it is hey, right over there. Com, if anyone wants to go and check yes. that out, um, and the other thing was the fridge, which I did take on board. The fact that when we done the shows, it comes from the fridge in the house. The yeah. shows are an hour. Um, I'm quite happy with the food hygiene on that. But for the sake of YouTube and also for extra workspace, put the fridge where the smoker used to. So long story short, I'll just cut all that shit out. I bought a fridge, Billy. Oh great! Okay, cool. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That's like just well, there. Again, I think you can be forgiven in some respects because, like, mate, you're doing. If anyone uh, is just tuning in now, head over to the Pirate Kings uh, Facebook page. Give it a like. Check out the videos and stuff there. But check over the YouTube stuff, man, because you were doing a live production. Like, don't talk about your fucking. What's that show they put on? Uh, it used to be. What's those bloody shows they put on again on? Uh, Oh, Saturday Kitchen and Saturday and Kitchen and don't get James, James James Martin's Sunday Wankfest and what you know what annoys what me about James Martin is they took the most boring of the celebrity cooks and gave him a fucking show. Mm -hmm. Why is what at least put Ainsley Harriet on for fuck's sake? Well, I've worked out why I don't have like a Netflix series. A, I cook. Right. B, um. I tell people how to cook. I actually show them the cooking happening. Right. Um, I have a personality. Um, I can handle more than two cameras at the one time. Um, I have a beautiful speaking voice. Oh, yeah. So um, I, I'm obviously not not in that not making that Netflix money yet. But we'll have it hope. This, this time next time. year. Only this time next time. year will be uh, Netflix guys. Well, here we go. Well, look, Netflix, who knows, maybe YouTube Red, all that type of stuff. Like, it's, shit. it's an ever-changing thing, even from, like, maybe, what, two years ago or something, when I think we started talking about all this, and even how far it's come. It's crazy, because the show, as well, is getting great views over on uh -huh. YouTube. 
how are you finding the the reach as you're getting ready to go in to season three? We'll get back well, to the oh, uh, we'll get back to the name in just a second. But how are you feeling? Are people reaching out to you from all over? Yeah, the world? no, pe people are, are kind of saying, "When are you back? What are you doing? What are we going to be are you coming? Is it live shows? What are you doing? What are your uh -huh. guests? No. You know, there, there is, you know, we we took we we very blatantly said at the end of season three, and you were there for the finale episode. Uh -huh. We're taking some time off because. This was all new to us. It's not our day job. It's something we do as a bit of fun. It's a, yeah. a family. It's literally a Monpole enterprise. Um, and, you know, and we started off when we'd, we'd done the very first cook-along. We'd done this with basically my daughter and her iPad holding it yeah. like that, you know, following yeah. me about and doing stuff. And so now we have a full desk set up with four cameras and, you know, we can do camera cuts and, you know, more professional audio and, and all that sort of stuff. So it is, it's, it's turned into a thing. Yeah. Um. We we I kind of I never I never wanted to be a YouTube guy or you know get into that whole you know life. You know, it's to me it's not YouTube and Facebook and cooking. That's not what I do for a living. It's something I yeah. do for fun. Yeah. And if other people want to make see watch me make an idiot of myself, bang in. That's great. Um. But you, you kind of get into that sort of the the statistics of it all, you look at where your views are coming from and you know, yeah. what time of day and all that, all the stuff yeah. that Facebook and, and YouTube give you. Um, yeah. And it's amazing that the, the people, at, we've got, we tend to, our, our run was we would maybe have 20 or 30 people, so up to sort of 40 people watching the live show. Okay. And then over the, over the weekend, that would kind of bump to about 5,000, which was, People, you know, other people picking it up, you know, not live, but sharing it. And then over the coming week, it would jump up to like between 25, 35, 45,000 people. And that was, so it was obviously hitting an algorithm somewhere about something. And I, I don't spend any time getting into the filling out all the shit you should. I just put the shows up there. Yeah, well, I don't do the hashtags and the, 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 the sort of keywords and all that nonsense. It's funny because stuff like Great Mythical Kitchen, it, you know, we hear, we kept hearing during lockdown how people would watch, like, you know, they'd rewatch Only Fools and Horses, they'd rewatch Faulty Towers, they all had like their comfort, you know, watches. Mm -hmm. me, and my, me and my good lady, we will watch things like Barry Lewis uh, with uh, My Virgin Kitchen, we'll watch um, Josh and uh, um, Myth uh, My Mythical Kitchen, yeah. you know, we. That we would digest stuff during the week. Do you think that's what people started doing? They're yeah. sitting down and making you an appoint an appointment to watch the Pirate King. I think I think people kind of done the whole, um, you know, they watched all the stuff that they usually watch. They then went through Netflix and watched all the things they had now had the time to watch. Yeah, and then and they kind of went, well, okay, what are we going to watch now? And they would go on to YouTube and. I mean, do not get me wrong, I don't put myself up there. I, I have a few years from it, but you've got the guys like Sam the Cooking Guy, and you've got Josh at Mythical Kitchen, and yeah. you've got Joshua Wiseman. You've got all your top tier, the people who do it for a living. And then there's another tier down, which is guys like Chud's Barbecue, uh, All Things Barbecue. Um, there's, there's a couple of things that I watch in that tier, and then 47 tiers down for that. So when you're in your like year, month month nine of lockdown, people start to get to the tier I'm on, and because there's a bit of banter, and it's, it's not just a recipe, and it's not just yeah. you know one guy talking to Cam, which which is sometimes what people prefer. Totally. Um, we we get a bit of engagement, and once you've got that engagement, they come back. So our our YouTube stats started down here, and then went up a little bit, and then went up a little bit. 
and then we kind of leveled out for a while. So we we had our big numbers on Facebook, but our YouTube stuff basically levels out around about five thousand a week, yeah. which in YouTube is not big numbers. But like I said, I never invested any time, and yeah. I invested all the time into Facebook. Now for season three, we are going to invest the time into YouTube. So it won't because they're not live shows. We are going to YouTube, and we're going. To, we'll, we'll do all the, the keywords and all the stuff that you need to do proper thumbnails okay. and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then once that's up and running, we'll then link to the Facebook page. But the the right now, or the, the, but you're the going stuff, YouTube with this next season. The last, the last stuff. Well, YouTube, you can be a bit swearier in YouTube, and you yes. can be a bit more add your bums and willies well, and all well, that. I I didn't know that. I didn't know that. <sighs> Even with uh, with TikTok, that it really does not like swearing at all like no. the algorithm completely the, just... the, there's certain things and again i am very clear again when you're doing that backstage stuff on youtube yeah. it's never for kids it's no it, it's you know this yeah, is yeah. a uh, you know this is a program for adults blah blah, blah the, you know, there will be swearing and you know, everything's very clear we're not false advertising we're not we're not saying oh this is a kiddies cooking show and it should be tuned in you go ah bums you know so um, and again it's to, the, to me, at the end of the day, if, if I can make enough money off it to keep the channel going, pay for the ingredients, keep the kitchen going, yeah. maybe raise a wee bit here and there for charity. We, we raised some money for a, a great charity last year with a book. That's right. That's that's what I wanted. I, I have no aspiration to be retiring on that sweet, sweet YouTube money. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, before we start actual talking uh, recipes and some other bits and bobs, I'm going to reach out to the folk in the comments. Sure. If you have any questions, for the Pirate King, anything at all, uh, cooking-wise, do you want to try and debunk some theories? Have you made a howl over some stuff over the summertime? Because I think everyone's seen some of the TikTok hacks and have maybe set fires to bit of their kitchen. Anything yeah. at all, hit us up in the comments. We will put them to the Pirate King, and he will judge thee, uh, or he yes. will at least give you some type of response. Yes, well, we'll put you across some sort of metaphorical culinary plank, or a cuddly plank, whichever one we're using today. So if you've got any questions at all, hit them in the comments. We'll get back to a whole bunch of them uh, as we get to the end. Rapid fire as quick as we can. we got to talk about food. we got to talk about food uh, right now because um, it's weird because the only reason I'm bringing up TikTok is because there's been an explosion of TikTok hacks. And I mean, even it's ridiculous. Yeah. Like a, a friend of mine who's an award-winning magician is actually the – and there's nothing wrong if Elliot is watching and he could be watching uh, – is the Toasty King. Over on a on a on um TikTok, which is nothing wrong with. I mean, every day he will try another recipe of toasty, uh, bringing down the breville, the whole thing. Go check him out. It's 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 easily digestible. Um, but have you seen any howlers? Have you come across any howlers in terms of cooking over the last couple of months? Uh, so these things have been opening up. So let me slightly answer that. I have a TikTok hack hack. Oh really? Yeah. So okay. there are there are there, there's some good stuff out there on TikTok. There are some absolute wallopers as well. But there is a very good YouTube program called Sorted Food. Right. Um, and it's a bunch of four or five. There's a couple of real chefs. I think it's only one real chef. One of them left and went back to chefing. But it's a group of it's like they call them normals and a couple of professional chefs. Um, I can't believe I'm pimping somebody else's YouTube channel here, but they, they do some really good stuff. Um, right. They've got an app and all that, and I watch them quite a lot. The reason I watch them is they will do the best five 
TikTok hacks of that month. Yeah. And they and they will spend the money and they will set fire to their equipment to see if they actually work. So that being said, um there was a recipe on TikTok. Uh, I think it's a proper chef. It's a young lady that done it. Um, it's a lady chef, which is absolutely fine. Um, I hear they're driving and everything now, William. Um, and it's it's called the 72-hour uh, potato. And it's a fantastic recipe. If you get is that a baked potato? No, it's a, it's a butter poached meal food of potato. Good Lord. So... And I was so impressed. I'm actually I'm doing a nine course taste. I've been commissioned to do a nine course tasting menu. Um, I will level with you. I thought you were going to say, but I'm going to do a ninety hour potato. Yes. Just to show. this will never stop. Seven, Three weeks seventy two hours. <laughs> so um, so no, I I was so impressed with this potato. I have put it on my uh, Michelin uh, tasting menu. So really? I'm going I'm going to use it. We we served it kind of as a you know, like a small, basically, it's very thinly sliced potato, um, a load of butter and salt, um, and, and a black pepper. We cook it, we slowly cook the potato in the butter, but we put weight on it so we compress it. So all the starch comes out of the potato, all the buttering just goes into the potato, and it comes out like a little block. Um, and then you, you cut across it, you cut it well, you cut it into a block and you say, but I'm going to cut it into fingers and use it almost like chips. Um, so when you put it under the grill to reheat it, you get that nice little crispy bits on the outside. But when you cut through it, it's just it's like slices of buttery mash, Jesus but lots and lots and lots of them. And it's it's a really and, and that came from if it wasn't for TikTok, I wouldn't know about that, right? Okay, and, that's fair, that's fair, and it's and it's it's kind of. So I, and I got that from salty food because yeah. I'm not I, I don't do the TikToks. I'm not a TikTok guy. Fair enough. I, so, I am a watcher of TikToks. Although you can check me out at Billy Kirkwood underscore comedy <laughs> on TikTok if you want to know. I promise I'll post I'm, some stuff up. I, I'm, a, I'm a man of advancing years, uh, Billy. I I, I I do YouTube. I do Facebook. I, I dabble in the Twitters. I thought um, you were going to see MySpace for a second. Oh, oh no, I, I, I I'm I'm MySpace OG mate. Can't, don't, I'm not going to have a bad word said about Tom. They'll um, pick your top eight and you can pick your songs. Uh, I'm uh, just going to say, where's Facebook getting that sorted? Everyone go to my front page. Here, Mick the, Foley's TNA theme. Let's get that fucking fixed. Um, no, I mean, the best thing the, the best thing about the interwebs is you get to other people do the work for you sometimes. And sorted food's great. And I, I have no aspirations to be a sorted food because, again, they are a commercial enterprise. You know, they're... they're they have, they, all, they have ways of making money. They make a lot of money on YouTube. Mm. They have an app. They have all that kind of stuff. But if it wasn't for sorted food, I wouldn't know about this TikTok recipe because I don't watch TikTok. Don't do Twitch. Don't do uh, um, TikTok and uh, anything else you can come up, come up with. I, I, Facebook, Facebook, YouTube, and uh, a light dusting of Twitter. Well, it's interesting to see how stuff has got embraced in terms of how, how even people are, are looking at different foods. Like, I think I think it would be fair to say that Scots particularly always had quite a reason, reasonably bland palate. I don't think that's a horrible mm -hmm. thing. We, once upon a time, we spent our time, like, you know, eating the moss off rocks and eating porridge, and that was pretty much it. It's not me hating them on kind oh. there, folks. That is, if you go back for, you only need to go back a couple of hundred years, and that's where we are. But yeah. um, I noticed these stuff like uh, these Danny with the rate my takeaway. I don't know if you've seen uh -huh. that on YouTube. Uh, yeah, I mean he's everywhere just now. Yeah, uh, really lovely guy. 
we're hoping again to get him on the show if we can. Um, but he's going to all these different places. I mean, he'd be oh man, he would be a great guest for the Pirate King if we could coax him up to Absolutely. Scotland. Absolutely, get 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 him up on a double header, and we'll uh, we'll get we'll get him in the kitchen. Uh, uh, Read my pilot. But he's going to all these different places, so people's palates have like opened right up. Yeah. Um, what have you found? What's what's your sort of before we get onto what you're finding for people? I've always noticed that you have quite a varied, quite across spectrum in terms of the menus that you put together in a season. So uh -huh. as you're looking to season three, what's some of the stuff you're looking at in terms of going so, into this season? So uh, that's actually a fantastic question. You you should be on the radio or something. Thank you. Um, so Here's season, Lisa <laughs> season one and two was very much about me e a little bit of trying to teach people that you, you can cook in your house. During, it began with lockdown because ingredients weren't so readily available yeah. and perhaps shopping wasn't as easy as it was. It was good things you could make in your home with what you could get at the time. That yeah. kind of developed into me cooking the type of stuff that I like to cook um, and then that kind of went into the stuff I like to eat. Now, the okay. tail end of season three, when we were allowed people in the kitchen, we had guests in, and it was it was kind of tailored to what do you like to cook or what do you like to eat? And yeah. I would cook their type of food with my spin on it or, you know, have, have you ever had it this way? Or, oh, you like curries? Have you ever tried, you know, uh, an Indonesian curry as opposed to uh, a Punjabi curry? You know, and I'm, I'm not putting myself out there as the greatest curry cook of all time, but I like to try new, new ways of cooking. So I would research the differences and go, okay, let's try and make this. Um... Season three is going to be more towards. So basically, um, when I when I finalise with the guests, you know, what would you like to eat? What what's, what food's important to you? Whether it was the food you had in your first day, or you know, the food you had when you formed your company, or when your kid was born. What what was or your childhood? The and then try and make a twist on that. You know, make it a bit more piratey. You know, rub a little bit of pirate funk on it. Giggly. Um and just walk them through. So we're going to talk about the guests a little bit later on, but one of the guests, one of the people that's coming on the show is Grado. And I've known Grado yeah. since he was just good. Um, and he's always been that man. He, he loves macaroni and cheese. Oh, yeah. So Do you know, like, I don't even know how I knew that, but I didn't actually know that. <laughs> I, it's, it's a well-known fact. So when he comes on, I'm going to make a macaroni and cheese, but it ain't going to be like any macaroni and cheese he's ever had before or will ever have again. And it's kind of that's where season three is going. It'll be saying to the guests, What do you like to eat? Or what would you, you know, something that's important? Go away, research it, find, find a way of making it special wow. um, and putting it together and, and doing it. So it won't be live, but we're going to try and the way I'm going to do it is we'll be filming two dishes for each guest. Okay. That'll be that'll be two episodes because we want to get it down to that sort of 30, 35 minute episode time. But right. I want to try and get as much of, I won't be doing the Saturday kitchen of one I prepared earlier. I want to get as much there. of the cooking as I can. And if I can edit out some of the shite of me talking, which happens a lot, and put more cooking in. The only problem is I, I, I tend to talk while I'm cooking, so that might be tricky. I want to get as much of the cooking in here because, to me, the, the Panic King show is it's as much a chat show. It's a much as much about interesting people 
Yes. And how to make good food. Those are, to me, those are the two USPs because you get great chat shows, but I've never seen Parkinson put together a grilled cheese sandwich in my life. And you get you fucking the good hear that, shows. Parkinson. You heard that? Yeah. yeah. Bring it, bring it, bring it on. Um, so it's about, it's, it's kind of like going to your pal's house. Yeah. And having a chat with somebody and learning, you know, that really interesting person, that was good chat, that was that. And then at the end of it, you've got a wee dinner. You know, it's great. So oh. that's, so it's, um, yeah, come for the chat, stay for the food, and then the fuck off. As a guest, that's- as a guest, I can say it's 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 been absolutely amazing. But I tell, I tell you what, anyone that's watching right now, I've got a couple of questions for you. Hands okay. up in the comments, I'd love to hear for you. First of all, I want to know, uh, suggest who you could think would be a guest and feel free to tag them. If you can, yeah. we'll try and connect some dots. Anybody knows Danny from uh, uh, Rate My Takeaway? Let's see if we can get him involved. That would be great. Yep. So let me know your dream guest that you would love for the Pirate King to have on his new season. And what is the dish that you would love to see a little pirate magic? You agree? Fantastic. Uh, <laughs> sprinkled on uh, at all. Is it Grado's mac and cheese? Is it the super pirate uh, tortuga chicken nuggets? Is that even a thing? <laughs> I've no idea. My kids <laughs> like chicken nuggets. You know, this is a true story. I ate my, I well, I did not eat. I took my first bite of a chicken nugget. Here I am, a man in his very early 40s, had his first chicken nugget, and it was positively revolting. Like, I have no idea why kids even remotely like these things. I right. I needed taste when I was a child. So so here's what we're going to do. Right. Um, you're, you're, you're a running guest on the show anyway. We'll get okay. you down, and I will teach you how to make chicken nuggets. Oh, and I, I will that. make you a chicken nugget that will make you feel that you have come to f- come with the face of God Himself. Oh, right. It will be the most magnificent chicken nugget you've ever had in your life. Probably um, about forty-three pound each, but you know that's not. No, I'll teach you how to make chicken nuggets, and you can go home and you can make them in your own home, okay. and you can give them to your kids, and your kids will think you are a culinary god. I don't know, man. Kids are dicks. <laughs> here's, a, here's a prime example for anyone watching. Uh, I took them. Uh, we were in Glasgow today. We stopped by Tantrum Donuts. If anyone's ever had a chance to go to Tantrum Donuts. I, I, we were there yesterday. Very tasty. Uh, oh, my kids yes. would not touch the donuts. They would not absolutely go near them. But if That's I because bought it's them, not a chicken donut. Uh, yeah, if I bought them the one pound box of crap you get from various supermarkets, oh, they'd be fucking all over it. It's ridiculous. Yes. Ridiculous. Always good donuts for a pound. Yeah. yeah, so exactly. no, well, the next, the next time you're on, we'll do a chicken nugget recipe. Um, and yeah, you, you, you if, can impress your kids with your, your if, culinary if, skill. If nothing else, Mrs. K will, will, uh, will certainly eat it. Um, but feeling, let's talk feeling about... that, feeling that, I'll give you a wee Tupperware, put it in the freezer, right? Pop them out and go, Look what I've made. Uh-huh. I just need to pop these in the fryer for five minutes. See if it works. See if it works. Right, right. let's talk Don't about season. Anyone. I won't tell us so. all. Let's talk about season three, shall we? Let's, uh, let's. First of all, you've actually got um, uh, get into the guests for just a second. And yes. Hopefully, maybe we can find some other interesting suggestions coming in. Uh, we've got a couple. I'll get back to those in a wee minute. But uh, what are you thinking of? We've got Grado. Any other names or any other people from different backgrounds you're So I can, about? I can ex- exclusively reveal. We haven't even put this on the Pirate King page yet. It is. We have a behavioural therapist coming on um, who's going to talk all things mental health a lovely lady called Karen Clellan sweet so she's um, she's going to come and we're going to we're, I think we're going to make her some nice um, Korean style barbecue um, she's a fantastic lady um, knows her stuff has worked all the way through lockdown 
Um, there's a lot of our sessions on Zoom, which has been challenging for her as a professional. Okay. But um, you know, so we're going to get in, talk to her about some some good mental health habits and, and, and the challenges of lockdown. She's very shy, so there'll only be three or four people will be allowed to watch. Um, so that's one of our guests. We have the the king the king of all things, Haley himself. JJ's back on for his, his standalone appearances. I know the two of you have been on the show, but he wants to go solo on this one. And I'll be um, I'll be honest, I'm 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 tired of him hanging around. <laughs> he's, he's outside now. He's outside now, yeah. and uh, I think it's about time we spent we started seeing other people. <laughs> he's just, just stroking at the window. <laughs> um, so so JJ's on. We also have um, internationally renowned artist Steve Brown. So, oh, so for I know those Steven. people. The man, the man, the man, the coup, the coup man. Yes, um, he's, he's, he's done many, many other works of art, uh, but he's probably best known for his coups. Certainly is, lovely um, man. So that, that's the, I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to remember the rest of the guests now. Um, we have a, a good friend of mine, Mr. Mr. Webb, who is uh, one of my biking friends, but Dave Webb, Dave said, Dave was a carpenter on the Moses project. You know, he's he's been about for a while. I keep saying the Moses project, the Noah project. You know, he was he was he was a guy that like that, um, that helped built uh, help. the original one from the Bible. Aye, yes, aye, yeah. So <laughs> Dave, Dave's Dave's thousands of years old now, but no, Dave, Dave's a great guy. But Dave has ridden most of America. He's done Route sixty six. He's done the Dragon's Tail. Um, there's you know he's he's put some miles in all over the world. He's also Amazing. a cancer survivor, so wow. he he we're going to get him on the show. And, and you know, it's probably not the best dinner conversation, but there's a lot of people out there who are, are suffering loss and are, are suffering. Certainly you know, have, have been diagnosed, and it, it's good to to have somebody sit in front of you and say, look, there is a way through this. Yeah, you know, uh, you know it's hard. It's not easy. And Dave's told us some horrific stories. Um. But I, I think it's important for people to know that that if they've got this journey ahead of them, um, what to expect and show that there is light in the tunnel. There's also Dave at the end of the tunnel, but there, there's light also. Um, you know, Dave's Dave's eighteen uh, percent grumpier than me, but he's he's um, when you add red wine to him, he's he's a fantastic guy. Lots of great stories. Um, so we've got Dave coming on the show. Um, we are, I'm just trying to think of so that's Guido, Steve Brown, Karen, JJ. Um, I've got another couple, I'm trying to remember who it is. Oh, I've got, um, again, you get you, you get badgered from the, the um, the smaller communities in the, in the culinary world. So, I have, I have found a vegetarian rock star. Um, I've got a friend who is a drummer in the band Fat Alligator, who is also one of your vegetarian people. So we're oh, going to get him on, and we're going to do a vegetarian special. Um, again, it's another Dave. Lots of Daves on the on the show. This, Is that this, the first vegetarian all vegetarian episode? Then we done well. Yes, it will be. We done it all. We done a vegetarian alternative to Christmas dinner. Right, that's we right. We done yeah, Christmas yeah. dinner at the same time. So, but yeah, so we'll we'll do a vegetarian with uh, with Dave, um, who's a fantastic drummer, great guy, uh, quite short. But you know, we don't hold that against people here in the Pirate King Kitchen. Um, I've got another couple of guests which I'm still talking to, and obviously yourself. You're 
you're um, you're always first on the on the list every time when we put guest list well, together. Well, so. who knows? I might I might actually bring Mrs. K along this time just so I can. I think I think for the, your own screen. your own health that would be wise. I think that would be fine, man. I think that would. Be I fine. might actually I might actually get her on the show and see what she's got to say about you. Fucking letter. She's one of watch. <laughs> There's a very twist. lucky woman. <laughs> so yeah, so we'll, 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 so basically we'll get six or seven guests, which will give us fourteen episodes, and then we'll take a wee break. We're planning planning on, on shooting October, maybe beginning in November. Right. Um, I quite like this time of night, or maybe I quite like I like quite like the studio. Like That's a bit darker and a bit more, mm. you know. Um, but it'll just be down to people. All people on the show are giving their time for free, so yes, whatever I can get them, I'll get them. With it being pre-recorded, it gives a bit more latitude, and you know you yeah. have to be here at eleven thirty-seven on a Saturday. Well, um, you know, I guess like you know, being able to do it at different times means, like you say, people's availability. They can get babysitters and blah 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 yeah. blah. And also, so, it means that people can watch it whenever they want, which clearly they were doing with the show beforehand. But now it's going to be there, like Netflix, ready to go again. Yeah. If Netflix want to get in touch with the Pirate King and throw in some readies, then you know, I Absolutely. think that would be a that would be a good move. Any so thoughts on a Halloween special? Any thoughts on a Halloween special? Um, what would you make for a Halloween for a, a little Halloween menu? Or what would be the I think Halloween it would have to be pumpkin, pumpkin focused or human flesh, pumpkin or human flesh. Um, human flesh which, is quite pricey just now, though. I find. Well, you, you forget. I love quite a year to Bell's Hill. Life is cheap there. Um, you know a good butcher. So, I know a good. I know. I know a couple of very good butchers. So, um, <laughs> so oh, that that was another another one of my guests. We have a um, just before lockdown started. Yeah. Um, I met a butcher called Sarah Swanson, who right. was the young butcher of the year. So uh, at that time, voted one of the best butcher in Scotland. So um, she's since moved from the shop that I knew her from. So I was trying to get back in contact with her so we can get her on the show because I think it's again, it's it's interesting. People people are not traditionally not used to seeing butchers who are lady people. Okay. So, um, and, and Sarah's, we've, we've had Kevin on the show a couple of times. Um, I'm sick, he's sick of the site. I mean, he's opening new shops in Highland and Highland, and he's forgetting about all his old friends because he's up there with the fancy people in Highland. But no, Kevin's a great guy. Kevin will no doubt be back on at some point. I want to, okay. I want to keep doing the odd live special. So Kevin, Kevin's a good guy to have for a live special. Um, but yeah, so keeps it spicy as well, doesn't it? Doing the yeah. the, the live ones. Uh, and right, if, um, if Mark Dallas ever answers his emails, he did originally say yes to the original series. Right. But obviously, because of lockdown, the original series was bidden. So if I could ever get any sort of contact with uh, with Mark, um, he's he's on the roster as well to, to do that. I, I, I um, I'll probably see him at the ICW show yeah. next week, and I will do my best to try and give him a, a little nudge if I can. A <laughs> um, couple of questions coming in for you. Uh, okay, but before, great. But before we get to the question, you have a question for someone in the comments. So whether they're watching this on, like, being shared on the Pirate King page or watching it on Broadbeard or whatever, this is where we're handing it over to the Pirate King. To what them. Is, what is your question for uh, Season 3? So, when we done Season 2, we, we kind of, to separate Season 1 from Season 2, because, as I say, I, I, I was brought up near Bell's Hill, so my, my, my accounting skills are not great. We decided to call it The Pandalorian, which was a bit of a you know, we, uh, I believe there's a Disney property with a similar name. I, I'm Could not be. familiar with it myself. Should be. So we thought, 
what are we going to call season three? It'll still be Pirate King Kitchen, yeah. but what we'll kind of separate it from the live the, from the live shows to the you know, recording? So yeah. here's 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 the gig. Um, we have we've shortlisted, and we have we had about I'll actually show you. These were all the potential names for okay. season three. So we've shortlisted it to five. And to the to the, the people, the lovely people viewing at home, in the comments down below, tell me which of these would be your choice for season three of Pirate King Kitchen. If we then go with that one, the one that gets the most votes we will use. Um, if we then go with that, then we will we obviously we get t-shirts and that kind of thing printed yeah. for with the seasons on it. Um we'll reach out to you once we've had the t-shirts designed and printed and we'll get your free t-shirt. So you get to say I named the show and this is the t-shirt I got. Right. Which so, I think is not a bad giveaway. Out of the out of the five you'll pick someone at random who's voted for the winning one and you'll get yeah. them a t-shirt. Right. So, yeah so if, if three or four people have voted for the same one, we'll put them in a hat. Somebody will pull a name out Pick and go, congratulations, you've won a T-shirt. So, All right, um, what are we looking at then? So the options are Live and Let Fry, I like Snack it. to the Future. Oh, I like Snack to the Future. Daily Poppins. I like Daily Poppins. Grill Bill, Volume 1. I, and, I I find I I think I'm triggered by that name, so I don't know what I think of that. And Jurassic Pork. Now I've seen that film, and uh, <laughs> I've seen that film, and I, and I understand it's still available next hamster. I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to put. I gotta say, um, back the Back to the Future one is it snack, stand snack out to, to me. Snack to the Future did make my daughter snort snort Coca Cola down through her nose, so that I, that that did. I gotta admit, I do like Snag to the Future. I, I hey, listen, it's over to you guys. Get in touch with the Pirate King directly. Let them know what you think. Don't forget to go over to his page or leave anything in the comments. Wherever you're watching this motherfucking video, that'd be the best way of going about it. A yeah. uh, couple of questions, couple of couple of suggestions of celebrities coming in. Okay, uh, or I should say guests. I should say guests. Uh, someone has actually suggested Luke Tolson, world's strongest man. That wouldn't be a bad one, or any strong men competitors. I mean, he's probably the big one to get just now. Yeah, um, if, if 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 he's if Andy has a, a reach out to him or can get him to 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 reach out to us, I would love to have him on the show. I would imagine he's a fairly busy boy at the moment. Cooking for a strong man as well—that can't be easy. That cannot right. be easy. Knowing that, yeah, the, the, know, knowing enough wrestlers and their diets. <laughs> yeah, it's um yeah. So it would be all the chicken, cooking all the chicken, yeah, and all the carbs and um. No, no oil. Yeah, yeah, that's going to be. Yeah, no, I, I love a challenge. I could, um, I could, I could probably. The thing that's jumping into my head right now is instead of doing a bucket of KFC, do like a bucket of Kentucky Fried Turkey. Oh wow! Just upscaling Kentucky Fried Chicken. To, you know, I'm thinking uh, brined and sous vide turkey, so that it's all cured and all that, and then sous vide, so it's all cooked. You know, up to perfect temperature and then a bit of a, a crispy coating on the outside of it and deep fried it so you had big chunks of breast and a big legs yeah oh my god that sounds yeah. like epic meal time we're like but with, yeah uh, 
with with healthy foods. I don't know if that's ever actually been done. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. I, I know in full disclosure, I don't know if deep frying a turkey um, in batter is, is considered healthy. But you know, let's get Luke on the show. Let's get his opinion on the matter. In some bits of Scotland, it could be. Um, <laughs> but yes, yeah, similarly, some strongman competitors or some athletes from alternative sports yep. would be quite good. We've had ones coming at uh, Chris Bungard, uh, MMA fighter. There's a great yep. uh, suggestion as well. Chris Toll, because I think they're mates, actually, in all fairness. I'd have to double check with Chris. That might be a good hook up there. Um, let's see, we've got another couple of ones coming in here. Um, actually, a, a good one has been sent in by Tori Hannah Walker, who's a regular from a Monday Night Improv show. She's actually suggesting Ashley Story. Don't know if you know who Ashley is. She's a comedian. She's a uh, she's got a radio show on Friday radio. night. Some BBC Radio Scotland, okay. I think. Um, and do, do, uh, we, do we have an introduction to that? Mr. I can Mr. certainly Mr. arrange an introduction. I'm a good friend. Fantastic. From back in the day, um, if I want to reach out to any of our Irish followers, we've got Tommy Tiernan would be a good crack. Um, don't know Tommy at all, but a lot of people know him as being the sad priest from Father Ted. I know yeah. he's done a lot. Don't send me any shit. I know he's done lots of other things. Just that's mm -hmm. all I know him from. I think he had his yeah. own chat show at one point uh, as well. So that's some good suggestions coming in. Uh, we got, uh, what about some uh, American football players? We do have American football teams in Scotland. Like, I don't know. It might be interesting to get yeah, some. Uh, I, used, I, used to, I used to play for one of them. Um, Did you? Was, oh, it was yeah. Claymore's. It was Claymore's. Well, I, I played I played for the Pirates here. Well, I've always been a pirate. Um, yeah, and done some stuff for the Claymore's as well. So the... I, I could rustle up a couple of uh, American football guys, um, maybe for, se for for season four. Yeah, we could, what we could do, season four could be the big boys, get the, 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 the strong men and the American footballers like and some of, the, some of the wrestlers and, you know, Bigfoot. Well, if, any, if anyone knows any other athletes like female weightlifters or anything like that, yeah. we could get that on as well. Uh, yeah. I know there's quite a few clubs all across Scotland that actually got a really uh, a healthy breed in terms of uh, female weightlifting talent. Only know that because a pal of mine's uh, love you, Jax. Uh, right, uh, another one quite here. I don't know this one. Phil DeFries. That sounds like you're taking the piss, but I don't know who that is. Uh, could be a good shout. He's heavyweight <laughs> champion of KSWMMA. I don't know him. I have to say, look, I don't know him. But I guess anything's possible. So, yep. so and I, I finally list. remembered who the last guest was. Who is the last guest? Uh, Mr. Mrs. Mr. and Mrs. Wolfington are on. Oh God, so, of course. So we're going to do ha half rice, half chips. So we're going to have Wolfie on for the first half, and then we'll have Molly on for the second half. Who's rice and who's chips? Well, that's well, that's you just have to tune in to find out. I was about to say that might be a little more. Um, that might be a little more. Uh, um, that might be the most personal thing I've ever asked about that couple, so I don't ever need to know that. Who's rice and who's chips? That's just something no one needs to know. A great suggestion uh, actually sent in here by Tori Hannah Walker as well is actually some amazing paramedic people in Scotland. Paralympic, I beg your pardon. Uh, Paralympic people in Scotland. That's a great shout, actually. It is. In interesting to get uh, alternative athletes to hear those stories. Yes, uh, I'm no, that would sure. be. Yeah, so uh, well, it's interesting suggestions. Brilliant. Thanks yeah. for those, Tori. There's some great ones. Yeah, so as as ever, would love to do all of that and more. If people have you know points of contact or, or friendships or anything like that that we could we could use to get them on, I'm more than happy to listen to the listen to the chat and, and give these people a, a good lunch or a dinner whenever they uh they whenever they would be on the show. 
All right. Well, one last suggestion we've had. This comes from Colm. Uh, he's actually said, didn't Kelly Brook beat Gordon Ramsay in a burger vote once on TV? <laughs> she might be up for it. I, I don't know what that would be. That's probably on like James Corden or something. Yeah. I think, I, I think. Well, we've actually had a contact Miss... already. Someone's actually said, I can get you Paralympians. Fantastic. So I think um, James uh, um, will be in touch. We'll get, get the Pirate King in touch. That'd be great. No, that'd be fantastic. The, um, I think Ramsey seems to be having his issues on social media. He, um, he made an ass of a grilled cheese sandwich at one point. He's been beaten by several people in his live food challenge, and he's currently at war with Josh from uh, Good Mythical Kitchen. Is he? Um, I will, two of them are, 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 are at it. <laughs> on, Josh will kick on social his arse. Oh, Josh will kick his arse. He doesn't go around saying he played for Rangers. I'll tell you that. No, it's in the ring with playing for Rangers, but... He played like Gordon Ramsay played for Rangers in the same way I've wrestled. If that <laughs> helps anyone, right? And we'll leave that there. Yeah, yeah. I, but I, I, I kind of respect most professional chefs who still work in kitchens or have worked in kitchens, uh -huh. because being a professional chef is not about creating a dish in front of a camera. That is a mm -hmm. different skill set. As a professional chef, what you are doing is you are catering to between 20, 50, 100, 150 people, depending on the restaurant you're in. Being a professional chef and working in a professional kitchen is about timing and preparation and execution. It's not about making pretty plates. The, the more upmarket you go, the more chefs you have, the more time you have, the more money you have. Mm. You can spend the time making the pretty plates. But you want, to, you want to talk to somebody. I love Josh. and Josh does some fantastic things, but Josh spends all day, maybe two days, doing one dish. Josh wants to, and he probably has, I'd maybe sell the guy short, but you'll get on, be a line cook for a place that's battering out 250 covers you know, that's open from 10 in the morning to 1 in the morning and do it every day, six days a week. That's Those are the guys you respect in the catering industry. People that stand, people that stand people, idiots like me that stand in front of a camera and make one or two dishes in an hour with all our prep done and, you know, and, you know, and we do this and we do that. Again, I, I like to cook. I will actually cook. That's a thing. Yeah. But I'm not cooking somebody. There's not somebody screaming in my tea. Where's the duck for table four? Yo, start off table nine. Right. That's a table of 14 and they've changed all their order. Yo, that's what professional chefs do. I'm not a professional chef. Never have been, never will be. But I have respect for the guys who do it as a living. Yeah. You know, um, Ramsey at some point loved that life. He had to love that life. I know he's oh, now... definitely. When he he's was more discovered about, more, by the TV guys, yeah. He's more, he's, now he's more about the brand, but yeah, I, I love Josh to bits, but um, yeah, never never underestimate what real chefs actually do, oh, because yeah. it's hard as balls, and, and that's exactly why I don't do it. But if it came down to a physical fight, I'm putting my money on Josh. That's all. Oh, saying. absolutely, absolutely. Yes, the boy's ripped. The boy's ripped. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's the boy's ripped. Yeah. Uh, a couple other questions. And it sounds like loads of exciting stuff for season three. Uh, but we've had a couple of questions. A couple of ones have came in uh, for me actually, which I wasn't expecting. Which was, what did you eat uh, as a kid? As it wasn't chicken nuggies. Um, I was quite a fussy eater as a kid, but now I don't really give a fuck. So it's a bit of a, a bit of a weird one. That I didn't. I, chicken nuggets just weren't a thing when I was a kid. No, they just weren't a thing. I was I was quite lucky as a kid. My 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 mom and dad travelled a lot for yeah. work, so before sort of international travel was as blasé as it is now. You know, my, my dad would go to Italy for work. 
know, we would go to Germany, we would go to the States, you know, we were, so you're eating, I, I was really lucky, I got to eat like proper Italian food in Italy. Yeah. So you got to know what it should taste like. Okay. And then you became this obnoxious bastard when you came home and you sat in a restaurant in Glasgow and went, this isn't carbonara. You know, and, this, and, you know, this you become beefy bender from Wimpy's is not a burger. <laughs> yes, and, and you, you, kind of, you become this obnoxious prill, you know, going, this pasta's not al dente. Um, but yeah, and you and you got Chinese food and, you know, and you know, the, the work that my, uh, my family were in, my dad's business, was, uh, was a, he was an electrical contractor at the time. And so he used to do all the work for the restaurants in Glasgow. So right. we, used to, we used to eat in... So the Italian communities and you know, the, the Chinese communities and the Japanese communities, they all had restaurants in Glasgow. They weren't necessarily being used by you know, the non-Japanese or Indian or Italian families. You know, they were very much for that, that, um, that culture and that part of the community in Glasgow. Yeah. So, but we were allowed to go in because my dad had done the work and he knew the owners and all that. So you've got to try proper Chinese food before it became... Anglicised, you know, before all before all the spice and the flavour was taken out and it was replaced with half rice, half chips, and a curry sauce, you know. So I was lucky growing up because I got to try all these things, and that kind of started me on my journey of, well, I can't get this in a restaurant, I can't yeah. buy it at a shop. I'm going to learn how to make it. So, um, but I, I was never, I was never a a chicken nuggy guy. No, 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 I, not now. I had my like I say, I had my first taste of a chicken nugget last week. <laughs> Proper, proper rank. I don't get it. Uh, I, 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 I wasn't ready for how disgusting it was. I like chicken. I bet next to raw chicken. And I enjoyed that more than I did a chicken nugget. Yes. So you can take that. Tell me exactly where in the fucking chicken this came from. Oh, Show me on a picture. Show me where Ronald touched you. Show me where I this just, came from. I just always imagine it's just smashed up arseholes in a parcel. That's uh, it's always been my my opinion. Apparently, it's most mostly chicken breast. Oh, is it really? Oh well, I feel a little better about that. That takes off the mind of my kids having to. Never mind. We'll move along. Uh, chicken nuggets aren't just nice. Lots of votes, as to be said, for Pandalorian season three. I beg your pardon, Pirate Ken season three. Snack to the future. Back to the future. Not lots of votes coming in for Snack to the Future, as to be said. Uh, but one thing we did do earlier on, we wondered what dish could you possibly pirate king up? And we've had this coming in, a croque monsieur. Croque monsieur, that, that's fancy cheese on toast. That's um, So that is basically, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, two slices of bread, a nice nutty, maybe an emmental or a manchego cheese in the middle, sometimes served with ham. And then on top of it, you've got a bechamel sauce with um, a complementing cheese. So you can make your American grilled cheese sandwich, bechamel right. on the top, stick it under the grill so the bechamel sauce and cheese sauce goes nice and crispy. So it's, it's, it's a posh cheese toasty, really. It's a posh toasty. Yeah. Um, but I, if, I was, if I was doing it, I would certainly, I'd certainly go deep into the cheese locker. I'd be getting some... Uh, I'd, I'd be making the bechamel with some pecorino or some aged uh, parmesan. Um, certainly be looking for some nice mature Emmental or perhaps a Port Salut for my inner cheese, some nice Wiltshire ham, uh, maybe a little bit of uh, black truffle into the bechamel as well. You have some black truffle. You quite like the black truffle. I liked a bit of black truffle. I wasn't expecting yeah. to like a bit of black truffle, but I don't mind you're saying all, I'm that you're guy. you all about black truffle life. Black well, truffle kinda... for life. Can't, can't stop myself. 
Yeah. Can he so score yeah, you could you, you could certainly crock Monsieur a crock Monsieur. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's basically it's a posh toasty. Um. It's it's the way French people make toasties. Um. Because a toasty just it's just not complicated enough. You know, the French were like, oh, toasty, you only have seven steps. Let us add an extra nine. Okay, so that's that's probably that's probably lost to anybody who watched in France. <laughs> right. Well, I tell you what, we're excited about seeing the new season. Uh, we think it's going to be roughly towards the end of October. Um, well, we are doing all the shooting. I want to get a few in the can, as they say in the biz. Um, because I still have to, as I say, as a one-man show, I still need to take them away, edit them, do all the all, do all the good stuff. Um, I would like maybe just pre-Christmas, you know, for yeah, the actual yeah. series. Uh, and I'm still kind of swaying between do we dump them all at the same time or do we dump them one at a time? Um, and we will be doing a Christmas special. We'll probably do a live Christmas special probably on... Year Boxing Day or, or, or that's a Christmas to New Year break. Um, so we'll be shooting through October and again in November, depending on people's schedules. Um, two or three weeks to edit and put it all put it all together. Because what I don't want to do is, you know, what real life's like. I don't want to edit one, put it out there and go, shit, I don't have any time to do the other ones. I want to have three or four weeks worth of episodes so that I can then be editing the rest. So realistically pre-Christmas or just post-Christmas, but either way we will be doing a live Pirate King Christmas thing. All right. Okay. Uh, and when you can you give us any more away about what you're thinking about doing for that? Um I, I'm kind of gonna put it out to we're gonna do a, a bit of a thing on the page and just say look what do you want to do? Do you want some comfort food for you know, that, that bit in between, you want something nice and crisp and light because between um, Christmas and New Year, everybody just eats and drinks so much. Or do you want to do one, what do you do with the leftovers or or any of that kind of thing? So the, the, the Christmas one will be, see, last, last year we could have started the King's Speech, which we've done on Boxing Day. So it might just be a quick recipe and a bit of chat, maybe do it live like this so that we can have uh, some questions and answers. You know, people have got, you know, you know I've eaten all my turkey, but I've got all this sage and onion stuffing left. What do I do with it? Or I've got yeah. all the veggies left. What can I do with it? So maybe something along those lines, you know, just a little um, a drop-in workshop yeah. of uh, what to do with your Christmas leftovers. There we go. Bloody hell. All right, got a couple of last quick questions. First of all, uh, just coming in. Uh, first of all, would you ever think about doing uh, an all-vegetarian... I know you're talking about doing your vegetarian special, but would you be yeah. up for doing an all-vegan special at any point, or is that maybe far distant future? More than happy to do it. As I said, like the whole the whole part of this, the whole point of the the recording shows is it's a blend between the food and the guest, and the guest's got to be connected to the food. So if I can find an interesting vegan that people would like to listen to for an hour or so, then I'll do an all-vegan. Right, okay. Cool, cool. All right. More than um, happy to. And the best place for getting a hold of you and manage to find out some details, just heading over to the website. Um, so you can go to Facebook, Pirate King Kitchen, or YouTube, Pirate King Kitchen. All right. Well, awesome. Well, look, make sure to check that out. And of course, we're all going to be very excited. Looking forward, oh, yes, to season three 
Will there be a, a blood-soaked finale? It's anyone's guess. It's anyone's guess. Once again, everyone, give it up for my very special guest tonight, the Pirate King. Thank you very much, guys. We shall Loved see you. every minute. We shall see you on the other side. Right. Uh, that's all we've got time for on this episode of Broadbeard, or broadcast, I should say. Head over right now. Make sure to subscribe. Check out the YouTube because you can check out all the archived episodes we've got. And we've got some amazing stuff. Next week, we're actually going to be sitting down and talking to Jordan from American Munchies, an American candy store. We're actually going to be talking about what took him to that point where he was running this candy store and how it's exploded into this business. Uh, we're actually going to be coming live from the store. And even though I'm not really allowed any sweeties just now, if I'm a good boy, maybe I'll be allowed to get my neck around some American candy. I don't think anyone's ever said getting their neck around anything. Never mind. I've been Billy Kirkwood. Look, I don't know what's left of them. I'll see you on the other side. Look after yourself and have a great week. <laughs>